0: Of Truth, by Francis Bacon. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. What is truth, said jesting pilot, and would not stay for an answer. Certainly there be that delight in giddiness and counted a bondage to fix a belief. Affecting free will in thinking, as well as in acting. And though the sects of philosophers of that kind be gone, yet there remain certain discoursing wits, which are of the same veins, though there be not so much blood in them, as was in those of the ancients. But it is not only the difficulty and labor, which men take in finding out the truth, nor again, that when it is found, it imposeth, upon men's thoughts, that doth bring lies in favor, but a natural, though corrupt, love of the lie itself. One of the later schools of the Grecians examineth the matter, and it is at a stand to think what should be in it, that men should love lies, where neither they make for pleasure, as with the poets, nor for advantage, as with the merchants, but for the lie's sake. But I cannot tell this same truth is a naked and open daylight that doth not show the masks and memories and triumphs of a world half so stately and daintily as candlelights. Truth may perhaps come to the prize of a pearl that showeth best by day, but it will not rise to the prize of a diamond or a carbuncle that showeth best in varied lights. A mixture of a lie doth ever add pleasure, doth any man doubt that if there were taken out of men's minds vain opinions flattering hopes false valuations imaginations as one would and the like but it would leave the minds of a number of men poor shrunken things full of melancholy and indisposition and unpleasing to themselves one of the fathers in great severity called posi vinum dea because it fireth the imagination, and yet it is but with the shadow of a lie. But it is not the lie that passeth through the mind, but the lie that sinketh in, and settleth in it that doth the hurt, such as we spake of before. But th- howsoever these things are thus in men's depraved judgments and affections, yet truth, which only doth judge itself, teacheth that the inquiry of truth which is the love-making, or wooing of it, the knowledge of truth, which is the presence of it, and the belief of truth, which is the enjoying of it, is the sovereign good of human nature. The first creature of God in the works of the days was the light of the sense. The last was the light of reason. and his Sabbath work, ever since, is the illumination of his spirit. First he breathed light upon the face of a matter, or chaos, then he breathed light into the face of man, and still he breathed and inspired light into the face of his chosen, the poet, that beautiful sect, that was otherwise inferior to the rest, sate yet excellently well. It is a pleasure to stand upon the shore and to see the ships tossed upon the sea, a pleasure to stand in a window of a castle, and to see a battle and the adventures thereof below. But no pleasure is comparable to the standing upon the vantage ground of truth, a hill not to be commanded, and where the air is always clear and serene, and to see the errors and wanderings and mists and tempests in the vale below, so always that his prospects be with pity and not with swelling or pride. Certainly it is heaven upon earth to have a man's mind move in charity rest in providence, and turn upon the poles of truth. To pass from theological and philosophical truth to a truth of civil business, it will be acknowledged, even by those that practice it not, that clear and round dealing is the honor of man's nature, and that mixture of falsehoods like alloy in coin of gold and silver, which may make the metal work the better, but it impasseth it for these winding and crooked courses are the goings of the serpent, which goeth basely upon the belly and not upon the feet. There is no vice that doth so cover a man with shame as to be found false and perfidious. And therefore Montaigne saith prettily, when he inquired the reason, why the word of a lie should be such a disgrace and such an odious charge, saith he, If it be well weighed to say that a man lieth, is as much to say as that he is brave towards God and a coward towards men. For a lie faces God and shrinks from man. Surely the wickedness of falsehood and breach of faith cannot possibly be so highly expressed as in that it shall be the last peal to call the judgments of God upon the generations of men. It being foretold that when Christ cometh, you shall not find faith upon the earth. End of On Truth.